to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and you're listening to the Jay Vaz Show, a music and entertainment podcast. Today's show is part two of a great interview we did with a legendary Mexican pioneer in the hip-hop game, Filato. Before we get there, though, make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at The Jay Vaz Show. Check out the website, thejvazshow.com, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Jay Vaz Show, where you can find the video version of this interview. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, wherever the case may be, subscribe it, subscribe to it, share it. Leave us a rating if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Review the podcast. Let us know what you think. Let us know who you would like for us to have on here. If you're an independent or an up-and-coming artist, make sure you submit your music to artists at The J Bass Show. And once again, let's get into this. We're joined by a legendary producer, Filato. We'll be talking about the royalties that he never received from Hustletown. We'll be talking about the Dope House disc. We'll be talking about the altercation between him and SPM. That and much more on the J Vash Show, baby. Let's go. Got paid though, I got my own label. Fuck dope house, they couldn't bring it to the table. Just ain't nothing personal, man. It's all business. I forgave you, but I paid for the hit list. I've been a lot of places, wrecked a lot of shows, seen a lot of faces, and met a lot of hoes. I'm feeling kinda lovely, drank a lot of bubbly. I'm thinking about a major, I'm thinking about my company. I don't like to freestyle, cause I got a feed now. A show or flow's gonna cost about three. In my town, I'm throwing in the sky. I'm still H Towns, I'm rolling till I die. I seen them come and go, but I'm still standing tall. I still don't love a hoe, but I know I love the ball. I love to smoke weed, fuck the police. Some niggas fell in love, but I still love the streets. Cause that's for you, but this for me. For all my boys and penitentiaries, the ones alive, the ones that died. Tried to lie, that's for you, but this 
For the production of Hustle Town, he basically gave you a thousand dollars, a bottle of Crown, yeah. and it caused this this feud at the moment. You know, at that time, can can you go into detail about that? Yeah, I told him, man, give me a stack, man. I'll help you out. You know what I mean? And uh, I ended up producing the whole record, and it already done came out. And uh, it, he actually gave me another hundred on top of it. I got eleven hundred dollars. Eleven hundred, watch out. <laughs> yeah, but it was after months and months and months after the album came out. I'll tell you what, what kind of set it off. This is a funny story. Uh, I was living on the West End at the time, and uh, he came by the house at the West End and wanted to go to Hollabaloo's. So uh, he picks me up, I guess, about 10 or 11 o'clock, and then we drive to his house on Coral Street in the southeast side, and I'm waiting in the truck, his mom's in the truck, for him to uh, come outside the house. He said he's going to go in and tuck the kids in real quick. So I'm waiting in the car, and he never comes out. It's probably like a... 30, 45 minutes later, I'm like, man, what is this? And he finally comes out, oh, man, I was I was putting the kids to sleep. I'm like, you ready to go to the club or what, man? You know what I'm saying? So we end up going to Holly Blues, and uh, I told him, don't leave me, man, because I know he likes to burn off and do his own thing. And so 2 o'clock in the morning comes, and he's gone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's my ride, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, he left me. And so I go outside, and his mom's the only truck in the parking lot. Nobody else is there. And I was already drunk at the time. I'm probably like 22 or 23 years old at the time. So I broke the window in his mom's truck, the little square window, boom, to get in and, and crash out in the truck, man. I was on <laughs> it, man. I didn't think it was a big deal. I was like, fuck it. I ain't had nowhere to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I ended up sleeping in the truck. And he comes back around 7 in the morning. And he was tripping. Oh, man, you broke my mom's window. And while we're driving around, you know what I'm saying? I guess we're going to back to his crib or wherever. But he was tripping. He was mad because I broke the window. But I was mad because you left me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll After I window. told you not yeah, to leave me. Like, don't leave me, bro. And I, hey, I had to do what I had to do to, to crash out, man. And while we're, he's driving, man, and he backslaps me. Bow. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> and so we're driving. I just hit him. Bam. You know, I hit him back, bro. Shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we start swerving and shit. He's like, when I get home, we're going to fight and all this shit. I said, nigga, whatever. I don't give a fuck. So we go to his crib. And he gets out of his uh, he gets out the truck and he goes to right in front of the garage and he starts putting his tape on his hand, wrapping his hands up in tape, like he's gonna fight and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just waiting for him, like, what's this dude doing? He's wrapping his hands in tape, man. I'm like, just like, come on, man, what's up? And he comes up to me after he tapes his hands, what's up, man? And I said, come on, man, get you one, let's do it, what's up? You know what I'm saying? We, could, we have a face off, but he never swung, and I didn't swing at him either, cause I, I really had no reason to, to swing at yeah. him. Yeah. And uh. And I walked off like, fuck you, man. I want my money, man, for that mother. It kind of crunk up the, the money he owed yeah. me a little bit. And I caught a cab to Lord Loco's crib at about 8 in the morning. Loco was like, what you doing, man? Oh, yeah, I just got into a Los, you know. And uh, that kind of, I was, I guess it brought out, I needed my little $1,100, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, Tootie ended up calling me a couple of days later because Carlos disappeared for a couple of days. I guess he went to Galveston or something. And Tootie was like, you ain't seen Carlos? I said, nah, man, I ain't seen him, man. He, then Tootie said, well, we got you. We got your money, man. Come get the money. And uh, I went and got my little change. And uh, I guess everything was cool from there. That was just like a little yeah, yeah. A little uh, 
scuffle. It wasn't like I hate you and I hate you type. It was just one night of, you know, some bullshit. We used to always yeah. fight. That wasn't the only time. You know, just we're like brothers. It's a brother type fight. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you know what I you know what I would imagine because again you know seeing how artist wise how close you guys seemed is like you figure that at some point you got to bump heads. Oh yeah. Like at some point that that's got to happen. There's got to be yeah. some you know differences. Yeah. Um. So. You know you you're. I think it was. It's actually taking it back quite a bit. I think it was like in 2010 when you did the video. Was it around 2010 mm-hmm. when you did the the music uh, video? The song and, I did, that's for you, and this, this on, on Dope yeah. House. And I said, uh, I said, fuck Dope House. They couldn't bring it to the mm-hmm. table on one yeah. line. Well, Los is already locked up at the time, because I've been trying to collect royalties for that album for years, you know, and I I felt like I was always getting put on the runaround. Like I would ask Tootie or Dope House. For the money and they would tell me to ask carlos and i would ask carlos and write him in the pen and he would tell me ask tootie i felt like it was like bouncing the fourth run around and i got upset i got tired of asking him and he telling me to ask him and he telling me to ask him and i'm like going in circles yeah and i wasn't the first one to say fuck dope house i just the first one to say it out loud yeah because i used to live with grim and rashid across the street from dope house that we had an apartment and uh they was always mad there was, I wasn't the only one mad at Dope House, you know. It's a business. <laughs> People get mad all the time, you know. I just spoke up. I just spoke up because I felt like we could have got treated better. Yeah. Like, like, as far as on the production-wise, on Grimm's album, even on SPM's album, it should say produced by whoever the actual producers are. Yeah. Don't belittle somebody on the credits and, oh, he remixed this. and Man, come on, bro. I did a lot more than, than that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 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 so it was never really a real beef. It was just kind of like, like fuck y'all for not coming through on this. I, I always express myself in my songs. I yeah. always say what I gotta say, man. And I could have said a lot more than fuck dope house. I could have said a whole lot more, but I just kept it. I just wanted to say, get it off my chest how I felt, yeah. because I just wanted to express myself basically and let them know, man, I'm serious about my my fucking side of the story. I want I want my change for. All the shit I did, you know. There's a lot of royalties in did, in the album. Did you ever collect uh, those royalty checks, or is, is this still like an ongoing issue? I never, I never got the, no royalty checks from from that album, Hustle Town, or any album from from Dope House that I did. And uh, a couple of albums, or a couple of later on songs we did, I ended up signing some contracts, some work for hire contracts. But even work for hire contracts, you're supposed to be entitled to your publishing and your mechanical royalties and a lot of royalties that I just never got a check from. And it bothers me because, you know, these are, there's even other producers on my songs that are probably getting royalties off my off my my work, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That it just the paperwork was never right. We never really focused on the contract. We just did music and music and you know, I, I was never the type to let's do a contract before we did the music. You know, we just do music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, doing and, what you love. Yeah, but after I see fucking YouTube song Hustle Town, goddamn near 10 million mm-hmm. views. Who knows what iTunes is doing and Pandora and all these these all this money that I could use. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's probably a whole lot. So that really upset me, man, and it, and it kind of does to this day, but. I'm not as mad as about it as I used to because I'm yeah. not broke as I used to be, but there's so much money out there that I just want what I'm what's deserved. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I know it's out of his control because where he's at, and it's still the same situation. 
you know, so I'm what, just like. What's your current relationship with Dope House and, and SPM as a whole? Well, we're, we're still cool, you know, as friends, but business-wise, we still got a lot of issues, man. Like, there's a lot of un, un, strings that need to be tied up that ain't, you know, there's a lot of missing links that we need to finish up and get the shit right. Yeah. You know, but uh, we still work, man, but it's just so hard communicating with them. Like, every time I talk to them, the, the phone cuts off, and, you know, we only got so much time to, to do conversations, and we never really get down to the nitty-gritty, the numbers and the, all that other shit. We're always, hey, what's up, bro, and talking. So it's hard to do business with somebody locked up, man. Yeah. And really, he's not even the one in charge of things. It's just still the same mess, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's complicated when, when the man's locked up. It just fucks everything up. So obviously there's, there's a, you know, how you say, you know, either the Grimm album, for example, and then the SPM album where the credit wasn't given the way it was supposed to. What are some projects that that you've been part of that people might not be aware of just because either the proper credit wasn't given or? Well, I haven't really been on too, too many records that are not my own, but I really shouldn't take it too hard, too to the heart so much as a, I just want the fair credit. I just want everybody to get what they deserve. So yeah. As far as uh, being on songs, like I did some songs with Kiki, but I got credit for it. From now, I got credit on everything I've done since then, because I know I know how to treat the business now. You know what I'm saying? But mostly, I'm just doing my own label, my own things. So I, I really don't trip out on the uh, on the credits like on other people's albums right now because I'm more established. That was when I was trying to get established to get back there, and that's yeah. why I needed the credit. Now I kind of, people know what it is now, so I really don't, I don't I don't tag my beats, you know what I'm saying? Like in the beginning, Faletto and all this. Yeah. I don't do that, man. It's, I don't really need all that attention. I just, you know, it, it don't make, to me, it don't make no, you don't see Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre on the Dr. beat. Dr. Dre know? production, yeah. Yeah, So speaking of your labels, HCX Records? Yes. Uh, do you currently have any artists under under the label or any projects that, you know, working with artists under uh, the label? Well, officially signed. I don't have nobody signed, but my boy Southeast, we're, we're working on uh, his album that he got coming out through HTX Records. It's called A Screwed Up Coalition, where it's members of SPC and SUC together. Dope. And I'm helping him. We're doing it the right way. I got him. We're registered on ASCAP, and, and the publishing is correct, and all, all the credits and shit are, 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 are in line. And... We're almost about, we got like two more songs to mix and master, and, and that'll be a project that we're going to drop called Screwed Up Coalition on HTX in the next few weeks. And my album, I got my album Ghost Notes about to come out also. I just finished the cover like last week. You know, I've always been putting my own personal projects last, and and I need to quit doing that, man, because I'm always working on somebody else's projects. But now I kind of cut, cut all that off so I can actually finish my record, because it's been so long yeah. that I've been putting it on the back burner. But now I almost got it out. But I don't have no artists on HTX right now. And one thing you also um, that I had noticed you had going on, you had a, a radio station in Colorado. Well, it was uh, it wasn't my radio station, but it was a uh, blazing uh, one oh I forgot the number already, but it was in Colorado Springs. They had a hip hop, what was it like a classic hip hop yeah. station? And me and Mo Hustle, we had our show on there called the Smoke Session, and we would DJ like it was like a two hour show, and. Uh, we played all a lot of Houston. Well, of course, I played a lot of Houston stuff, but I played like Kiki on there. I made radio radio edits of a lot of screwed songs that you never heard on the radio. Yeah. 
So, because Colorado, they, they was not too much hip on the screw until we started putting it out there. Because I was living out there for like nine years. So, like, we was on the radio for like a year or two, and we had a show called A Smoke Session, and we would play a lot of Houston songs, and L.A. and New York. We played everybody. Yeah. But I pushed a lot of Houston shit, and, uh, you know, SPM, Kiki, our stuff. I pushed all our shit, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That and was fun, man. What, what, what happened with that? It just... Uh, we just got too busy, man. It just... We, I, I start, we started doing other things, you know. But it was cool. Radio show.